Hey y'all, on today's podcast, we are going to dive deep in how to get your educational content to actually turn heads and not just let people scroll on by. So if you want to learn more about creating this insightful and educational content for your ideal travel client, keep listening. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Social Takeoff Podcast, a podcast for travel professionals who are ready to use social media to help their business take off. I'm Kelly Haysmith, your host. I'm travel agent turned social media marketer who now works with multiple seven-figure travel agencies to help them infuse strategy and create a target social plan. I'll be sharing all of the tips and tricks of the trade, as well as content ideas and trends that you should be using to help grow your travel business. Let's get started. Hey y'all, I'm inviting you to the third annual sales summit from Wanderlust Campus. So you might know that I serve as director of marketing at Wanderlust Campus. Our CEO and founder, Cindy Williams, is so well known throughout the travel industry and I love getting to be a part of the team over there. And every year we've had the sales summit so far, it has just been for the Wanderlust Campus community. So Careers on Vacation students and grads and Wanderlust CEO students have been invited and they've been able to bring their teams, but it's not until this year that we have been able to open it to all y'all. And I am so excited to be speaking this year on marketing. So not only will you get to hear a marketing talk from yours truly, you're also going to hear a keynote speech from Cindy Williams, a mindset talk from Brandon Foster, a talk on accessible travel from Jamie Santillo, and how to use Wanderlust Social in your marketing from Jennifer Ormisher. And this is going to be an awesome time. So the sales summit is taking place next Monday, November the 13th from 1.30 p.m. Central Standard Time till 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can purchase your ticket for just the live event or you can purchase the live and the replay. And if you would, please use the link in the show notes to purchase your ticket. That'll let them know that you came from my podcast. And if you can't find the show notes and you can't find the link there, all you got to do is DM me on Instagram at Kelly Smith, and I will send you a personal invite. I really hope I can see you there. Hey y'all and happy Halloween. So I literally, as I was hitting the, y'all here I go with literally, I get it. It's like not even 10 seconds in. But as I was hitting the record button, I thought you should have done something really cute about scary stuff or something. But y'all know, I think in terms of quality content rather than like gimmicky stuff. So that's not easy for me. But anyways, it is Halloween and I want to take you back before we get going in today's topic. I want to take you back a year. If you have been around with me for a year, the podcast is not quite a year old. It'll be a year old in January. But if you're over been a follower of mine on Instagram for over a year, you know that Instagram shut down on Halloween last year. Like it lit there we go again. Legitimately like shut down. People were losing thousands of followers. It just ceased to exist. It it was crazy. And um I work in social media marketing. I am now director of marketing, but then I was social media manager 
for a lot of different travel agencies as well as Wanderlust Campus. And it was crazy town trying to figure out what we were going to do and, and get back up and figure out what had happened and what we were losing anyway. But it was a strong reminder that you want to build a community of people who are not only on your social channels, but are also in your Facebook group and your email list and other places so that you have a place to find them and connect with them if something is to happen to one of your social channels. So that's just like a little tidbit. But today we're going to talk about educational content. So last week we talked a little bit about this. We touched on it a little bit as we talked about pre-wave season marketing and using the awareness and consideration phase. And education really falls in both of those. Um, But if we're talking about, but today we're going to talk specifically about educational content and how to get it to stop the scroll and do what you want to with it, which is walk them through the buyer process, meaning awareness, consideration, conversion, and then to become loyal clients, right? So if you're new here, if this is the first podcast you've ever listened to of mine, my loyal listeners will tell you, I am a firm believer in marketing within those buyer phases. It helps you, number one, understand the point you're trying to make, with your client or ideal client in your audience and your followers, it's going to help you know what the purpose of the posting that you are doing is. And it's also going to help you lead. We've talked, you know, old school, we would talk about, let's say three years ago, we would talk about no like, and trust. And it's not that no like, and trust is not still valuable, but we're breaking that no like, and trust down even more. So no is awareness. Like is consideration and trust is conversion. Um, it's just a little bit different because we would call trust educational content because it's building your authority. But once they trust you, they will convert, right? So it's the same sort of thing, just kind of in a new, in my opinion, better and um, easier way to grasp and just a stronger marketing. So let's talk about ways to use educational content that's actually going to stop people's scroll. So um, I put up a post on social media last night that I expected to get DMs from, and I did. Um, it basically says, no one cares unless you're doing this. And we've talked about this before, y'all. No one cares about your content. They don't care what you're posting if you're posting about you. It's why I have harshly and bashedly, that's not a right, that's not the right word, um, unapologetically and bluntly, that's the word I was looking for, said to you during time where, y'all, I'm yawning. I'm sorry, I was supposed to record this earlier in the afternoon and um, my kids' plans changed, so I had to wait until bedtime tonight. And so it is 8.30 and if you know me at all, you know that I am not a night owl. So by 8.30, I'm ready for bed. Anyway, um, it's why I will tell y'all when I do an Instagram bio audit, take off that I have two kids, three dogs, and my favorite Disney snack is a Mickey bar because no one cares. Your ideal client does not care about that per se. They only care about that and how it helps them. So when your ideal client is scrolling on social media, they are thinking about themselves. If they are scrolling and they see a recipe, they're thinking, would my family like this? Would this be easy enough for me to make? 
Is it in my budget on my weekly grocery list? Is this something that I want to save? It's about them. If they are talking about, you know, you may talk about, and I actually, per, like, this is like totally me. So if I see it and I somebody says, my kids love this recipe. Well, some kids, some kids love Brussels sprouts or broccoli and mine doesn't. So what your kid loves is not going to be what my kid loves necessarily because my kid loves pizza and only pizza. And so that doesn't hit anything. I really just want to know those things. What are the problems that I have when it comes to cooking dinner, right? Is there a bunch of ingredients that I'm going to have to add to my grocery list? How long is this going to take me? Is it complicated? Am I going to have a big blister on my hand after something splashes out and pops me and burns me, which I currently do? So those are my problems. Does this recipe solve those problems? And I know that that's like a very general example, but it's the same kind of thing. When you're scrolling social media, you need the content to not take too much of your brain width up or else it's going to lose you. Um, in the um, Building a Story Brand book, the author goes through n- talking about how if they have to think too hard, you've missed them. And in social media, that's like even on websites and, and copy. But social media, you have less than three seconds to catch their attention on whether or not they're going to read it. If the headline doesn't speak directly to them and something that they are automatically dealing with or relate can relate to a problem that they know they need solved um, or something that just immediately catches their eye, you've lost them. And this is definitely an awareness content, but you want to catch that scroll and that's how you're going to each educational post can serve as both as awareness and consideration if you follow some of these things. And so in this education content, that headline, this is number one, by the way, if you couldn't tell, I'm not getting there. I'm only getting there in a roundabout way. But anyway, um, that educational content has to have a headline that stops their scroll and it speaks to them specifically. Relatability, problem solving, um, and, and to them. Again, it can't be this story about how three things that you loved on your last vacation. It can't be like that. or And it can't be so general or broad that it doesn't really help either. So much educational content is like no-duh content. It's like, how do you start planning for a vacation? Choose, I think we talked about this last week, choose your time, dates, choose where you want to go, and choose how much you're going to spend. Like that's no-duh content, right? Like nobody needed you to tell them that. So if you have no doll like content where it's just not even, it doesn't even matter that you're saying this, like everybody knows it, or if it's all about you and not about them, they're continuing to scroll. When you stop their scroll is with a headline that speaks to themselves. Now, I, I am going to say this, negative headlines tend to get the most attention. Um, and I don't mean negative like ugly and negative. I mean like, don't do these things on your next vacation. Things to avoid when visiting Walt Disney World. Never do this when planning your cruise. Those things tend to stop the scroll quicker than must do things. I don't know why that is. I think it's probably just our subconscious and we're trained to that. But those headlines do work. Now, last week I told you that we were doing some tests. 
on content. And what we are seeing is hands down keywords matter. So I want you to think about that as you are creating headlines and that very first line of your caption. What keyword do you have in there? And how can you correlate that to that stop the scroll? So if I was going to talk about it in a headline format, and it is, it, I, let's go back to never do these things when you're on a cruise. Never do these things when you're on a cruise. Make great text on a graphic because that's going to stop the scroll and that's really what they're going to see first. So how, I'm gonna, how can I pack in those keywords so that I am doing both things at the same time? Killing two birds with one stone, if you will. I don't like birds, so I can say that saying. Anyway, I'm stopping the scroll. I'm getting their attention with the graphic, but I am feeding the Instagram algorithm with the keywords in that first line. And so we could say, we, if our keywords are going to be cruise, travel, um, plan, and vacation, we could say, here are three cruise travel tips this vacation planner lives by, right? Or that here are three travel tips you should be using from expert travel planners, something to that extent. And that feeds the Instagram algorithm while also catching the scroll of the reader as they go by. Now, when it comes to other parts of that content, now we've got to break it down. And you can use several different formats of this, but I want you to understand that they need to picture themselves there. If you are giving them content in a way that feels like they are reading an essay, you're losing them. So they it needs to be short, digestible pieces of information. Again, don't make them expend too much brain width on that and then make sure that you are actually delivering a solution. So you also don't wanna be promising a tip for something that you're not actually going to give them. Like, contact me to find this out. No, give some things away. Giving some things away is just fine. Listen, again, your service is an individualized service. No matter how much information you give away, they cannot replicate your service because your service is having it done for them. It's custom. The information you give away is one size fits all. And so uh, take the idea that you're going to give too much away in educational content out. But don't try to give away too much at one time. Here's another. This is number two educational content that will be worth your time. If you have a lot to say and teach, rather than overwhelm them with too much information in one post, create a series. We have seen data that backs up series perform well and help increase follower count. Because if they, no matter if they see part one, part two, part three, part four, whatever they are introduced to you for, if they like that piece, they will go look for the rest. And most of the time they will hit the follow button so that they can see all of them. And so if you, with that educational content, again, rather than freaking them out with a crazy amount of information in one post, break that down into a series. And it will really start to help you keep attention. Again, three-second attention span. Um, it'll help you keep the attention and bring in 
more followers with that awareness content. Now, the last thing about educational content is making sure that you utilize the right call to action. Calls to action are super important, and I think it's something that most people glaze over. Um, Hooks and calls to action, I think we do glaze over a lot. We have to give people, and I tend to put my best hook on the graphic, on its, on the slide itself, the image, um, because I that's what I read first, and I try to pack the keywords into the first line of the caption, um, and I try to make that first slide something that makes people want to read, but if there's not text on that first slide, then I need to make sure that I'm adding it to that top line of the caption. But then calls to action, they are really important. We want to have a purpose. So you have to use educational. This is not really about how the reader sees it or how that affects them. It's understanding the purpose of what you want them to do next. So with an educational piece of content, this is not a a conversion content. So on an educational piece, meaning tips, insights, um, anything like that, you're not going to be putting contact me to book which you should never be putting that anyway, but you're not going to be putting, drop an emoji below and I'll reach out about booking your trip. Like that is not a conversion style post. So what is your goal? If it's awareness, your calls to action are follow. Okay. That's an awareness call to action. It's not the only awareness call to action, but it's one of them. When you are looking at consideration, another, some more awareness, it's like follow and share or tag someone below because you're bringing in more awareness. So if your purpose for that post is for people to be more aware of your brand, this is a a general tip. This is great for anyone who is looking at visiting Disney and you want them to be aware of your brand, follow, share, or tag someone below. But if it is consideration, if you are really talking to the service, again, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, understanding the types of content that you're going to be doing in each, you can go back to that. But for educational content, if consideration is the goal, you want to ask questions that really prompt answers and saves. So one thing that we know about saves is the more that one person saves your content, the more your content shows up in their feed. So when you are working on someone, getting someone to consider you and walking through that consideration phase, getting them to save your content is really important because that means they're going to see more and more of your content. So if they save one post, they're going to see more. If they save another post, they're going to see more than they did then. And it's just going to make sure that your content stays in their feed and that you're going to see it, that that ideal client is going to see it, which is going to help them walk through that process and get to the conversion on the other side. So utilizing those strong calls to action are really important in making educational content worth your while because you have to know the purpose. And educational content can fit both in awareness and consideration phases. So you can do things like tips and tricks, which may be more awareness content, and then three things that every traveler should know about booking a cruise and using that as a service-based post based on what you do for said client. That's cons- That becomes more consideration, right? And so educational content can be both, but you've got to get them to stop the scroll and read the content in order to do that or watch the content. If it's a video, 
Y'all, I'm sorry. Anyway, now let's let's talk a little bit more about educational content and storytelling. So bullet points are great. Again, we're doing digestible small pieces of information that are tangible and actionable, things that make sense, they're they're realistic, it's not so general that it's not no doubt content, all of those things. But storytelling is super important. So stories are greater than, how do I say this? Content, good content is still trumped by a good story. So if you have good content, but you can put it in a good story, that's the best of the best. And educational content is great to put in a story. But you don't want to write it your story. You want to write their story. So paint the picture. Uh, I'm going to bring up Taylor Swift. If there is ever a podcast that I get through that I don't talk about either Taylor Swift or Gilmore Girls, y'all, I'm, I'm not sure that that's ever possible. But Taylor Swift paints the picture. 1989 Taylor's version came out last Friday. And her new song um, from the vault, the um, Is It Over Now? When you talk about painting a picture... She is, she is talking about it from her point of view, but you can visualize what happened in those moments. It's so vivid, right? I want you to do that with your content. So if you are, if you are writing a caption or you're sharing three ways for family with young kids to enjoy a Walt Disney World vacation, I want you to paint the picture. Talk about the smiles on their kids' faces and the giggles that they will hear. Give them sense words, things they will see, hear, touch, smell, and taste so that they can picture themselves there because that storytelling, that is the ultimate desire is what they want to have, right? What think So as you're doing content with educational, how can you put those, those texture words, those sense words to that education? So again, let's say the three things you should never do on your Walt Disney World vacation with toddlers or three things you should never do with toddlers on a Walt Disney World vacation. And the, what you could, the, like, let's say that your hook and the first part of your paragraph, before you get to those bullet points, you're talking about the senses, like imagine the screams and the meltdowns, um, the tear-stained stained faces in the photos, and um, you're talking about all these like negative things. Picking up a crying baby, you, picture this. You can see yourself having to pick up a three-year-old who is kicking his feet and screaming at the top of his lungs, pulling your hair as you walk out Main Street because you have been there too long. Avoid that with these three tips, right? You have given a sense. They picture themselves there. And here's three tips to stay away from that. You have told a story that you want to keep away. And then make sure that you end the story with the desires. So enjoy. Make sure that your vacation is filled with giggles and smiles and Mickey bar stained faces instead of tear stained faces. Right? You want to lead them through that story of what they want to avoid to what they want, but whatever your purpose is of your content, how can you wrap up those sense words, the see, smell, hear, taste, and touch? How can you wrap those words up 
in the education or the information type content that you're putting out there. That is when you can start really turning content into gold. Um, and if you are an agency owner hearing this, this is going to be, yes, valid in your content, but less valid. I rhymed less valid than your agents because your agents are building a personal brand. So that's their personal, it's, it's story to story. Like they are telling a story, one person to one person. When an agency is telling the story, yes, we can use those words. We can, we can evoke emotion. All of those things are good and important, but we also are giving it from a representation of a larger base. And so it does change a little bit. And we're going to actually, I'm going to do some um, bonus podcasts coming up that are just targeted towards agency owners and things that they should know about creating content based on this. Um, we've even, I've even got a B2B, B2C cont, um, podcast coming up in the next month. Um, but anyway, those are my best tips for get, making educational content worth your time, how to turn it into something that will actually convert for you. So just a couple of announcements um, before I call it an evening. Um, Number one, content creation workshop is next weekend. I think there's one or two spots left last minute. Um, I didn't run that ad in this episode. If you are interested in going next week with me to Disney for content creation workshop. I need you to get in my DMs at Kelly Hay Smith on Instagram. Come find me, DM me, and we'll talk about the content creation workshop because those last couple spots we'd like to get filled up and um, have a great time. Number two, you did hear an ad for the sales summit. Please, if you will, use the link that you find in the show notes or if you don't, if you can't find the link in the show notes, DM me on Instagram at Kelly Smith for the link for the sales summit. Um, that is going down next Monday, the 13th. Um, and not only do you get a great chat about marketing from yours truly, you have some other amazing speakers that will be there as well. Um, Cindy, Brandon, Jamie, and Jennifer will all be there as well. Um, I feel like there was one more. Oh, I know what the last announcement is. Okay, y'all. I haven't done this. I have I have legit posted podcasts um, straight through for the whole year. So I'm actually taking off December. There won't be new podcasts airing in December. Um, I will be doing some subscriber things. So actually, November, we are I'm going to host a community-wide um I'm hosting a community-wide 2024 goal planning Zoom that will be for charity. So there will be a small entrance fee that will go to my family's um, favorite charity, something that my family has been on the board of. I'm recording on my phone tonight because I had already shut down my computer and I'm not sure where it cut me off. I'm sorry, y'all. But um, so the goal mapping, 2024 goal mapping will take place in November. I shall get... I shall, <laughs> I never talk like that. I'll get y'all a date um, later on this week on what day that will be, but that will be a small um, admission price that will benefit Project Crossroads, which is 
um, a charity that is near and dear to my heart. It's local here in Southwestern Virginia, which is where I'm from. Um, and it does, they do great work. The, um, guy that runs it is the guy that married Tim and I, he baptized me. Um, so anyway, um, there's that, but I am taking off the entire, no new podcast, the entire month of December. And then when we come back the first Tuesday in January for season two, you're going to notice not any new, um, the content will be, you know, the same content you've been getting, but new look, it's still going to be the social takeoff podcast, but we'll have new cover art and, um, new, hopefully new intros and outros that we're working on. So anyway, all of that stuff is going great. Um, I think that was all the housekeeping think that's all the housekeeping stuff that I had. Oh, December, I am going to host my first quarterly goal session um, for subscribers only. So if you're not yet a subscriber um, of me, head over to at Kelly Hay Smith on Instagram and subscribe for less than five bucks a month. And I'm going to do quarterly goal planning sessions. Um, that's replacing one of the lives that I do. Anyway, that'll be on Zoom. And we do chats every week, and I try to get in there live when I can. Um, okay, last but not least, if you haven't already, I would love for you to leave me a review. This is how the podcast gets in front of people. So if you will please, please, please leave me a review on whatever podcast um, platform you listen on, that would be amazing. And I thank you. I will talk with y'all soon. See you next Tuesday back here again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday for a bonus episode, Five Things Friday, and every Tuesday for a brand new episode. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday.